said Elliot A. Cohen, a former counselor in George W. Bush's State Department. Foreign governments sometimes express preferences about who should be elected. That's already problematic. But to do something in the nature of dirty tricks would be a very, very serious problem. Trump's own vice presidential running mate, Indiana Governor Mike Pence, issued a statement minutes after Trump's remarks that hewed closely to established GOP orthodoxy. Instead of baiting the Russians to reveal Clinton's emails, Pence said that the FBI must get to the bottom of who is behind the hacking. If it is Russia, and they are interfering in our elections, I can assure you both parties and the United States government will ensure there are serious consequences, the statement continued. A spokesman for House Speaker Paul D. Ryan, Republican Wisconsin, Brendan Buck, said in a statement, Russia is a global menace, led by a devious thug. Putin should stay out of this election. It was unclear whether Trump's declaration would hurt or help him politically. Such comments by a normal candidate in a normal election year would be a seminal and possibly fatal episode. Yet neither Trump nor this year are typical, and, as with past controversies, voters may not take Trump's commentary seriously. Partisan figures rallied immediately to Trump's defense, blaming the mainstream media for blowing Trump's comments out of proportion and trying to shift the focus from Clinton's judgment. What's irresponsible is that more than 30,000 emails were deleted by a crook who broke the law, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, Republican Georgia, said in an interview. I don't care if it's the Bulgarians, the Chinese, or Haitian immigrants studying at Stanford. Let's see the 30,000 emails. Veteran GOP strategist Mike Murphy said many longtime Republicans were appalled by Trump's gambit. This is what happens when you nominate an egomaniacal bozo as your candidate for President of the United States, Murphy said. He has jumped the shark into complete embarrassment. He'll please his half of the Republican Party every day until the end, but that's not enough to win a general election. On stage here this week at the Democratic National Convention, Clinton supporters have tried to cast Trump as a pawn in Russia's global ambitions. The truth is that a Trump victory in November would be a gift of Vladimir Putin, and given what we have learned about Russia's recent actions, Putin is eager for Trump to win, former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright said, and that should worry every American. Trump has repeatedly tried to do business in Russia, and Russian investors have been important to his real estate empire, particularly in recent years. In 2008, Trump's son, Donald Jr., told a real estate conference in New York that Russians constitute a pretty disproportionate cross-section of Trump's real estate assets. We see a lot of money pouring in from Russia, he added. According to litigation filed in Florida, Trump's partners on a Panama project traveled to Moscow in 2006 to sell condos to Russian investors. Trump also sold a mansion in Palm Beach in 2008 for $95 million to Russian oligarch Dmitry Ryboylovev. He had purchased the home at a bankruptcy auction four years earlier for $41.4 million. Trump has also sought to build a tower in Moscow numerous times since the late 1980s, when he said he had a deal to explore a Trump project in partnership with the Soviet government. His most recent effort came after a Putin ally, Orasa Galarov, known as the Trump of Russia, paid Trump millions to bring the Miss Universe pageant to Moscow in 2013. Agalarov has told the Washington Post that he inked a preliminary deal to bring a Trump project to the Russian capital. We'll be in Moscow at some point, Trump promised in a 2007 deposition. Trump Organization General Counsel Alan Garten also outlined the company's interest in Russia to the Washington Post in May. We're always looking to expand and do projects all over the world. I have no doubt as a company, I know we've looked at deals in Russia and many of the former Russian republics, he said. Trump tried to swat away several questions from reporters on Wednesday about his ties to Russia. I have nothing to do with Russia, he told one journalist. How many times do I have to say that? Are you a smart man? I have nothing to do with Russia.
Trump has also surrounded himself with aides with ties to Russia, in addition to Manafort. One of his foreign policy advisors, Carter Page, once ran the Moscow office of Merrill Lynch and has advised Russian oil giant Gazprom. Page has said his Russian business associates are excited at the prospect that a Trump presidency would result in the end of Ukrainian-related sanctions on Russia, which has crimped their business. Another Trump advisor, retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who was on his vice presidential shortlist, has advocated a stronger alliance with Moscow to fight Islamic State terrorists. Flynn sat near Putin at a 2015 dinner in Moscow honoring RT, an English-language media service aligned with the Kremlin. At his news conference Wednesday, Trump imagined his presidency ushering in an era of good relations with Russia. I would treat Vladimir Putin firmly, but there's nothing that I can think of that I'd rather do than have Russia friendly as opposed to the way they are right now, so that we can go and knock out ISIS together with other people and with other countries, Trump said. Wouldn't it be